0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No process. Over by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply.
1: See website for details. The Colts camp schedule was released yesterday. It's exactly as I told you. I told you the camp was going to start July 26th. Of course, when does camp start? It starts July 26th. We'll talk about what you're going to be looking at at camp. And that, that guy's going to be wearing number five. There's no question about that. You're going to be watching Anthony Richardson. We're going to talk about Gus Bradley a little bit, the defensive coordinator of the Colts. And I know this is Optimism Wednesday, but we got to talk about Gus Bradley and whether we're optimistic about that Colts defense. There are things about Gus Bradley to like. There are things about Gus Bradley... Maybe not to like, but does it really matter who the defensive coordinator is? I know that sounds ridiculous. It sounds obtuse. But when Gus Bradley has had great talent, Gus Bradley has had really good defenses. The Legion of Boom, chief among them. But that's true for all defensive coordinators. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the depth of the Indianapolis Colts, too, and and whether the depth is going to be a strength or a weakness. I think it's a strength. Actually, we'll talk about Jimmy Johnson, a terrible loss in his family that's just utterly horrific. Uh, we're we're going to talk about Dante DiVincenzo a little bit. He declined his player option, and so he becomes a free agent. And as a free agent, a team with money like the Indiana Pacers can go get a depth piece like DiVincenzo, a guy who's going to be able to come in, knock down threes, play a little defense, get some rebounds and some assists, Be a good team-first guy. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about Dennis Rodman, who said yesterday that Larry Bird, if he played today, would be playing in Europe. Man, the bad boys. Larry Bird has been living rent-free in the heads of the bad boys for years and years and years. More than 30 years, he's been nesting in the heads of the bad boys, and he continues to. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday. June 28th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Call Jared Johnson. Hire the best. You need a plumber, hire the best. You don't know plumbing. Hire somebody who does. Jared Zitt, 765-610-8809 is the number. Smash that subscribe button. Punch the like button. Hit that bell so every time we go live or post a video, you get an alert. And if you want to make a super thanks donation, you're super welcome. Thank you. All right, let's talk about sports, shall we? And let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. And let's talk about Twitter. My Twitter feed was hacked yesterday morning at 4.27 in the morning. And so I've just decided to start fresh. I mean, I've been going since 2009. I got people following me. I don't know whether they're living or dead. I'm following people. I don't know whether they're living or dead. So we're starting fresh and we're doing it all over. If you want to follow me on Twitter... That is a wonderful thing. Easy way to consume and, and see the links to what we do. And I'm going to tweet more because now I'm tweeting to people I actually know. Not 15,500, like, who are these people? All right. Uh, Colts camp, like I said, is going to start on Wednesday, July 26, and we're all going to be watching number five. We're all going to be watching Anthony Richardson because he's a quarterback. He was the fourth overall pick. So that's what we're at. What do you think? We're going to watch Evan Hull? You think we're going to have our eyes trained on number 26? No. It's going to be number five. And when you watch Anthony Richardson, you're going to see what we have seen during minicamp and during the rookie uh, minicamp and that and OTAs. And that's a guy who just does stuff different. He throws it different. He runs it different. He looks different. He looks like somebody who's unlike anybody maybe we've ever seen. Andrew Luck. Uh, for all of his virtues as a quarterback, you know what, and and there were plenty of them. He he was never like awesome looking. He was never a guy where you were like, whoa, that is some kind of something. This Anthony Richardson is a little bit different, and in that way, and I've said this before, and I, you know, I hesitate to say it because I'm talking about one of the greats in the history of the NFL. He reminds me a little like Gale Sayers. You just watch him move. He moves differently from anybody else. And that's in two ways. He moves differently inside the pocket, sliding around. And then once he gets out into space, he is completely different. When he plants his foot and goes, he is at full speed almost immediately. It is really it is interesting to watch. You're going to enjoy watching it. And hopefully it translates into positive football on September 10th. Positive traits, like you think about people with great positive, positive physical traits. And and if you've ever met people like that, some of them have utterly terrible other traits that make them kind of a net zero. They're just, they're not great people, some of them. Some of them are great, whatever. But there are things that kind of reduce all of us to a, 18 plus. Anthony Richardson might be completely different. We're going to find out. Uh, Gus Bradley is a defensive coordinator for the Colts. What do you think about Gus Bradley? Like, Gus Bradley, to me, is he a middle-of-the-road defensive coordinator? I think that defensive, like, Buddy Ryan was a really, really good defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. But I honestly believe that I could have been the defensive coordinator for that team, as built in 1985, and they would have been a hell of a defense. And and as proof of that, I would submit Vince Tobin, who in 1986 was the replacement for Buddy Ryan when he became the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. And Vince Tobin, that defense in 86 actually allowed fewer points than the 85 Bears, widely regarded as the best defense in the history of the NFL. You could have plugged and played anybody at defensive coordinator And you're going to get a really positive return because, look, Mike Singletary, Otis Wilson, Wilbur Marshall, as good a group of of linebackers in the NFL really since the Iron Curtain or the Steel Curtain, the Iron Curtain, the Steel Curtain of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s with Ham and Lambert and Russell. Um, The defensive backfield, not awesome, not awesome at cornerback, especially after Leslie Frazier got hurt, but that front four, of of Richard Dent, Steve McMichael, William Perry, and Dan Hampton has to be one of the best in the history of the NFL. At any rate, you know what? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think that talent matters a whole hell of a lot more than scheme where it comes to being a defensive coordinator. I think if Gus Bradley has the right pieces, the defense is going to be pretty good. If he doesn't have the right pieces, the defense is not going to be good at all. And I think that that's true for about 95% of defensive coordinators in the NFL. So I don't lay a lot of blame at Gus Bradley's feet for kind of the backslide in terms of turnover generation for the Colts last year. You know, as Matt Eberflus became the head coach of the Chicago Bears, you know, the turnovers didn't come, but that was because in, in large part, Shaq Leonard wasn't a part of the defense and he was plus 12 in terms of turnovers in 2021. So Gus Bradley, uh, oh, he's okay. Kind of a placeholder, and that's fine. It, you've got Richard Smith and Ron Miles who kind of come as part of that package, and I think it's a good thing. So we'll see how they do this year. Depth for the Colts, I think, is a strength. You know, Gardner Minshew, I think, is a really good backup quarterback in the NFL. I think uh, Moss and Hull, Really good uh, complementary running backs to Jonathan Taylor. If Taylor goes down, the whole ship sinks, right? So it doesn't really matter. But having those guys to take occasional punishment for Jonathan Taylor, I think is a good thing ultimately. Uh, Mo Ali Cox and then, you know, Kylan Granson as depth pieces at tight end, I think are really competent. Um, you look at the defense with uh, Taekwon Lewis and Dio Odiangbo. O- o- those guys, good depth pieces, assuming that Ubicom is a starter at edge. Uh, Cross, Atabore, Ad- Brian, uh, McKenzie, those are all good depth pieces too. I think that the Colts have good depth, and, and they should because Chris Ballard does everything. I mean, that cat moves heaven and earth. He's grinding 16 hours a day trying to make the 53rd player on this roster the best he can be. That's what Chris Ballard does. He is always working. He is always grinding. He is always trying to lift the back end of the roster. Now, is that going to win the Colts a whole lot of games? No. You don't win because of depth in the NFL. You, with good depth, you might avoid losing. You can lose because of bad depth, but you do not win because of good depth. Does that make sense? It's not a winning proposition to have a great back end of the bench. But you might save yourself a couple of losses. Make sense? I think it does. To me, it does. What doesn't make sense is Dennis Rodman saying that if Larry Bird played basketball today, he would play, have to play in Europe. He couldn't play in the NBA. This is a guy... He scored a bunch of points. He averaged 10 rebounds a game. He won three championships as the best player on the Boston Celtics in the 1980s. Look, you can talk about athleticism. Larry Bird had athleticism. Larry Bird was as fast between the foul lines in transition as any player in the NBA. Was he quick? He wasn't real quick, but he could knock down shots. He had great attitude. He could just play basketball. Some guys are basketball players. Some guys are great athletes. A few guys, like Michael Jordan, like LeBron James, these guys are both. But Larry Bird was a straight killer basketball player that the Detroit bad boys absolutely hate still and hated then. That goes for Lambeer, that goes for Mahorn, that goes for Isaiah. Those guys hate, actively hate Larry Bird. If you want to have a great interview with Bill Lambeer, talk to him about Larry Bird. Uh, pacers could do a whole lot worse. We talked about it yesterday before Dante DiVincenzo uh, refused his player option. Talked about kind of the, the wobbly parts of, of, of free agency. Right, you got it's the land of misfit toys this time around. I think you got guys with glaring holes in their games who are free agents. They also have some talent, but Dante Divincenzo as a depth piece for the Indiana Pacers would make a whole lot of sense. Divincenzo nine and a half points, four and a half rebounds, three and a half assists last year in twenty six minutes. Played seventy two games, started a bunch of games for the Warriors last year. Dante DiVincenzo is a really good depth piece who could help the Pacers win games. Depth in the NBA wins. Depth in the NFL keeps you from losing. There's a difference. It might be subtle. You might say, Kent, you're splitting hairs. Maybe so. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, my God, his in-laws were found dead yesterday in a suspected murder-suicide The mother-in-law is is suspected of killing her husband and 11-year-old grandson before killing herself. This was in Muskegee, Oklahoma. These are the parents of Johnson's wife, Chandra. Just horrific. The police show up. The husband's dead. There's a gunshot. They find his his wife dead. The grandson evidently already dead. Just terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. So Jimmy Johnson is not going to race. This weekend in Chicago, streets of Chicago race. It's got to be interesting. I, I, there are potholes on the track. That's Chicago. Look, I've gone fast on the streets of Chicago. It doesn't end well. Um, Pacers' summer roster and schedule were released yesterday. Matherin, Nemhart, Jackson, Mojave King, uh, Jerris Walker, Ben Shepard, Oscar Shebway, Isaiah Wong, Kendall Brown, all on the roster, have no idea who's actually going to play. Those guys are on the roster. It doesn't mean they're going to show up and they're going to play, and it certainly doesn't mean that they're going to play all four games. The games begin a week from Saturday against the Wizards. That game, 8 o'clock on ESPN2. All the rest of the games are going to be on NBA TV, uh, and they go every other day. So the following Monday, it's going to be the Magic at 8.30 at night. Then uh, Wednesday, the Thunder at 7.30. And then uh, Friday, the Mavericks. I think that's Friday, right? Something. I'm getting my days mixed up. Uh, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes, they play the Mavs at 6.30. Let's celebrate some birthdays. I got the birthdays screwy yesterday. I celebrated birthdays from today, yesterday. Those included Ryan Harris, uh, Lonnie Ford, Sue Trammell, John Krell, Chris Morris, Neil Scherer, and Chris Phelps. Happy birthday to all of those people today. Yesterday, we missed some people. Two Indiana Hoosier alums celebrated their birthdays yesterday. Colin Hartman, Derek Elston. Uh, Phil Mahoney also celebrated a birthday. Jeff Schultz, Dan Miller, the great Gary Shutler, Lake Bluff's very own celebrating a birthday. Jim Ramsberg celebrating a birthday. Guy Zapoleon, Brad Laub, And Cynthia Hensley-Evans, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. At 7.07, talking on the radio in Bloomington. WGCLradio.com, that's where you click to listen. And then later today, oh, my goodness. You know what we got later today? We got new Two Big Brains, which is going to be live at about noon from Dan's place. Can't wait. We'll talk for about an hour about stuff. No better way to spend your lunch. Noon, maybe a couple of minutes before. We'll see. Uh, But Two Big Brains, go to that channel. Just go to the search bar and type in Two Big Brains. There we go. Make sure and subscribe. Uh, Make sure and get an alert when we go live. We're generally pretty timely, got to tell you. Athletes tend to be that. If Dan Dockich needed to be at practice at 8.30 in the morning, he was there at 8.30 in the morning. That's when you go. there, may maybe a couple minutes early. That's a way to behave. Just show up and show up on time. Life's easy.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?